Welcome to Mixed Company, bringing the siloed and uncomfortable conversation we have with our friends to the forefront so everyone can participate in the conversation. We say all the things you never would in Mixed Company. Welcome to Mixed Company. Is we on? We are on. Let's go. Welcome back to Mixed Company, everybody. It's Kai. I'm Simeon. And there's no Karina today. Karina's somewhere in somebody's dentist's office getting her teeth pulled. Um, so A, we wish her the best, and B, that means that we've got, um, somebody off the bench today. We got our homeboy Rodney White here. Hey, Rodney. What's happening? Rodney is actually going to play our guest host and our guest for the show. Um, a few of you, a few, ha, just about everybody has asked when we're going to actually start having guests on the show. Um, and today's the day, so Yay. we're gonna go ahead and get started. Y'all know, we start out with our feedback and comment section articles. Oh, I'm reading yeah. this one, right? Are you? Or you can. Um, I'll take it. <laughs> this one is from Asia. Hey Asia, thanks for writing in. So Asia says, I'm currently a visual designer at an agency I've worked for about three years. I started with the agency in New York and relocated to their Portland office. <laughs> I feel like that's a spoiler, but right. no problem. <laughs> no problem, because Portland has all the business, right? No problem. All right. All, all the business and no. <laughs> and not going to put anybody on blast. Okay. Okay, go. So the market and office is predominantly white, and I'm the only black woman here. We are, we are at about 85 people at this point. Okay. So it's kind of small. <laughs> and growing. Um, the overall diversity numbers are pretty low, about 12 Asians, one Hispanic person, and one other black person outside of myself. So culturally, we're a bit lacking. Anyway, I'm digressing a bit. When checking in with my ECD this past week to see how things were looking before the official review in September, I was met with a lot of pushback on the promotion. With pretty much no review of my work, and without talking to any of my colleagues, my ECD said I wasn't ready and that he wanted me to be in the role before for two years before promotion. That's so funny. We had like we had this conversation before. Anyway, um, I've currently been a designer for 18 months. During this time, I've worked with high-profile clients. It's worth noting I was a media director in, in a past career, so I'm no stranger to corporate life and how the game is played. There's no company-wide criteria on roles, so there's no standard to measure performance at the agency. Promotions are arbitra arbitrary, clearly I can't say that word properly, arbitrary, <laughs> and at the discretion of CDs and ECDs. There's a level of bias, conscious or not, that goes along with the whole thing. There's a reason why tech and design companies nationwide are filled with white men. Hiring managers bring in their friends or friends of their colleagues who are also white men and they're in, and they're in which a brotherhood is created. I'm gonna kind of skim down a little bit more. Okay, so after my March review, I asked for a job description of a senior, design, senior designer only to have my, requ my request be ignored. I'm currently left without a criteria on what it takes to get to the next step, and my boss has yet to give me guidance on how I should be proceeding or um, on growing outside 
of showing up until next year's annual review cycle. I'm left demotivated, frustrated, and ready to move on from my company. It's a good organization on paper and I'm working on great projects, but I don't feel like they've invested in me as, as much as I deserve. Any thoughts you all have would be appreciated. Hmm. All right. Um, let me, let's let the guests go first. I mean, I have thoughts, but All I'm right. sure but you're a new also, voice would be cool. But you're also a designer, so well, you can give a little bit more insight to how to approach this. I, I have my own way that I'm thinking, but... Um, you know what? I, I, I feel the need to sit with this for a minute. It's just something to guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I need, okay, I need so no. So you don't want to go first? I do not want to go first. <laughs> for, for, me, for me, like the thing that stands out the most is um, she's waiting on the job description, which is valid. Um, but I also feel like the the excuse that the that her boss gave um, to be patient and your time will come and you just need a little bit more, those aren't valid excuses for not giving someone a promotion. Mm-hmm. A valid excuse should be, this is what I need to see from your skill set, this is what I'm not seeing, this is how you can get better. And I think she, <clears throat> she summed it up when she said promotions are arbitrary. Like the fact that you can't give concrete, uh, a concrete critique of the work is like a red flag. So for me, the, the first thing I would do is, and I've had to do this before, um, when I've been given these type of excuses uh, in regards to promotion, which is be very explicit and tell me exactly what it is that I'm not doing right so that I know what to work on. Don't just say like, you, you can't just take the, like these sort of responses, like be patient, your time will come. Especially especially when someone gives you like a uh, a time frame, like you're supposed to be there for two years. Right. Nah, that, that's not enough. Like you want explicit like steps that or explicit things that you want me to do so that you feel like I'm ready to move to the next level. And to uh to to, to kind of pick it back on 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 that, um, as a designer, being a designer there are uh, multiple levels of, of, of skill sets that one needs to have in order to be good. Mm-hmm. There's a conceptual proficiency that you need, and then there's a technical proficiency that you need. So if you don't know which one of those camps that you're lacking in mm-hmm. because of, a, of, of an official review, right. then you don't know where to devote your energies and your time to improve. Right. Prime example. When I was when I was finishing up uh, school, many many moons ago, um, I the feedback that I heard most about my portfolio was that it's very like you, you're a great designer. Your stuff is very very beautiful and good looking, but there's not a lot of con- not, not a concept in it. There's not a lot of like idea in it. So I was able to take that feedback and put and work on my ideas and concepts. Mm and couple that with my designs savvy, so to speak, I was able to improve it and, and, and get better job opportunities. Right. So um, you need, her boss needs to be able to provide that uh, blueprint. Yeah. And, and, and it's not even a blueprint, not, not, not like this is how you do it, but this is what you need to work on. Right. 
or this, this is what I want to see. This is what I want to see, exactly. I feel like, yeah, I think all of that is accurate. I think, um, I mean, the question is, right, what are the thoughts? And my thoughts are that Asia has a really good idea about what's happening, right? So she also notes that this isn't necessarily her first career and that she's no stranger to the corporate world. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that means is that you recognize that if people are not investing in you, there is no growth. So to me, and I know many, many, many people, as over the last few weeks I've heard, don't agree with me. <laughs> to me, if there's no, if you're not going to be able to grow, and no one's giving you hard, uh, hard-lined, a hard-lined description of what you need to do to grow, or where you need to be, or where you should be now then you really don't have any business there. I mean, she talks about all of the companies or the high-profile clients that she's worked on and all of the great work that she's done for them. But if you don't feel like you're getting anything in return, like a pension (laughs) Mm. or mentorship or promise of development, then you're wasting your time. To me, that's how I feel. Like, I don't feel like anybody should hold arbitrary deadlines over your head because traditionally it takes two years for people to grow i think the which, to you which, to both of your point I, I, I like we've seen people i, I mean we've seen, I'm, right. I'm sure you've seen and i oh, i haven't even been in the business that long but i've seen people you know catapult to their next steps mm-hmm. every few months and i've also seen people stay in their positions over the course of several years right. so it's not necessarily about how long you need to sit quiet and just yeah. appreciate yeah. receiving mm-hmm. a check but as your yourself as a woman as um a person that is very influential as it comes to diversity as a professional um and as somebody who just knows better, like, you know when you're being treated like shit yeah. and when you're not being valued. And if you're not being valued and you've done all of this great work that looks good on paper, I'm 100% sure that your LinkedIn is popping with all of the <laughs> all of today's thirstiest recruiters. And maybe it's time for you to start looking elsewhere, because if you can't make the jump there, I'm sure you can make the jump elsewhere. Or, or, or even just use that, use your willingness to jump. As a bargaining chip, because um, it doesn't even sound like they care though. One, well, well, just, just, just look. The boyfriend that doesn't treat you right don't don't realize that you that he gonna lose. Look, don't tell me leave. about men that don't treat you right. <laughs> because even when you do tell him that you about to go, I'm, 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 <laughs> I, one piece of advice that someone told me early on in my career was that look, if you the, the quickest way to get the raise is to leave and come mm-hmm. back. It's like um, it's 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 the same and, thing and, with and, relationships. And I, I, I've seen it's it happen true. so many times <laughs> at my jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you shouldn't have taken it there because now that's where I'm stuck. Continue. <laughs> All I'm saying is this: sometimes you have to show your current employer, suitor, whatever, show your current situation that. There's a better situation out there for me, and this is what I'm getting from them. Yeah. And it's the reason why I'm choosing them. Uh, yeah. I think so it's an, I think that's the, fair. When you when you bring that to the table, then now your current student can look at can look at it and say, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Okay, I'll work on this. If they really want if you. If they really want right. you, and if they value you, and if they don't, 
then you have your answer. Then you don't waste any more time so, in this uh, situation. A few things. One, I feel like uh, as far as like the job description goes, uh, you don't really need to wait on your boss to do that. Like, There's usually a job description out there, probably on your company's website, for that position that you want that you can use as like a reference or a benchmark to see if you actually match up to what it is that they're requiring for that position. Two, like we we kind of skimmed over the fact that she pointed out that she's like the only black woman there. And but like, I don't even necessarily, okay. But, right. but, I mean, so I think- She said I, she's one of two. Right, yeah. but I think I think it's relevant. Like it's it's a relevant point because if you're asking for, um, you know, detailed or, or 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 it could be harsh feedback, they may not want to give you that feedback because they are beating around the bush because they may have like stereotypes around how right. you would respond to that uh, situation or or respond to their uh, feedback. So I think her going into her boss and kind of priming him and letting him know that she's ready for the harsh feedback right. could help. Because I feel like I, I had that situation where I'm asking for you to give me like feedback mm -hmm. and you're just kind of like skirmishing like you're beating around a bush because it seems like you're scared about how I'm going but to react. Yeah, I think that's fair. I also just don't think that's her problem. Like. That's not her problem to prep somebody, to prep a manager to say, hey, I can take the feedback. You should give it to me. I'm not saying that what you're saying isn't, mm -hmm. isn't valid. I don't think that it's not helpful in certain situations. What got me is her saying, hey, this is a, this is a new career for, for me. And then I'm very well aware of what it's like to move up a ladder. So to me, if you're onto a, a, a new career, that means that you have goals in mind that you're actively chasing. And I honestly feel like whoever's not helping you get to those next steps mm -hmm. or accomplish those goals are not doing anything but getting in your way. And that might be a very bossy quote unquote thing to thing to say, but like, I'm assuming she's not 22. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming she's not fresh out of college. I'm assuming this manager is probably close in age even and that if we have to sit here and I have to hold your hand to say hey you know I can I can take a punch like I really want to grow and you're like no nah, you're not ready that's not worth her time but and that she's looking to grow if you're looking to grow grow the best way you can and it just doesn't seem like it's going to be at that agency that's giving them a lot right. of credit they don't deserve but also to a point that you made a couple minutes before which is we've all seen people who've jumped from you know level to level in in months right those people a lot of those people who've jumped from level to level they've done so without honing and on certain skills like managerial skills mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. what you're saying like and, and i and i think what i'm when i say prime your your supervisor your managers sure there are times in your career where you have to manage your manager because you know that they are not capable on, on, on their own skill set yeah. capable of managing you. I so agree. if you know that, then manage them. Make sure that they are giving you what you need because to him, he may not be getting in her way. He may be protecting I her agree. feelings. I agree. I just also, don't she's think a woman. This is she's, that situation. She's also a woman. So like, And we've had the conversation before about like... <sighs> 
I mean, but, but this is a re- this is a reality. This is a, you, but you can't you can't talk about um, any quality in the workplace without acknowledging like that there are stereotypes around women. Sure, and but he she, could she, she be approaching it from the from the standpoint that she's a woman, so he doesn't want to say those things that he may feel will hurt her feelings. Well, and, and, again, and, 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 and or to, you to, go out, go somewhere. Look, and to you got point three earlier. options. You can jump ship, get you a nice, decent raise, and go someplace else where they care about you, want to invest in you, and, and help you get to your next level. You can stay in, and and work with your manager and try to show him that you're a good, hard worker on the inside and that you bring great equity to the company. Or, what was your option? <laughs> <laughs> well, my option was bounce like oh so we on the same team get you because, go because, somewhere because, bro because for, for one, I, I, I'll say this I, I have I have I have substantial experience with Portland um, as as when I used to do a lot of um, animation out there with like one of the big animation houses but the animation house in Portland I was like, there's my not M- much important working on my imminent actually there was, there was a lot when I was going okay um I was yeah, working, uh, doing a lot of Eminem stuff, so okay. I was out there a lot, spending weeks out there at a time sure. working on TV spots. So, um, what 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 I what what I definitely kind of recognize about Portland is, yes, she's right. There is culturally in Portland, there's a lack of diversity, mm-hmm. or the diversity is segmented into a a, a specific area um, mm-hmm. of, of town. Sure. So, and I, th- and I, th- and I think Kamal Bell just did um, a United States of America uh, episode about Portland. Yeah. Which, oh. Which is, which is very, maybe. Which, which is very eye-opening and, 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 <laughs> and interesting. But at the same time, I know that if 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 being one of the like, the only black people that work at this agency, um, you, you're right. She's 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 a unicorn. She's a unicorn. Um, Portland isn't the most diverse city in America to begin with. Sure. Um, this industry isn't the most diverse industry nationwide to begin with. And then you sure. take that and you put that in in a place like Portland, and then you're like, she's a unicorn. So I see, I, me personally, my experience in this business is to not look at um, the lack of others like me as as an anomaly and look at it as more of a um you know what this is a benefit your agency ain't cool unless i'm there <laughs> that's the way I look that's at how it. i'm about to say that's how i feel about it like if you're gonna be a unicorn be be somebody special I mean, you it, don't want to be no be whack unicorn, person's unicorn like that don't appreciate you and know that you're a unicorn that's what I'm saying. and think that zebras and antelope and horses <laughs> are just like nah bruh i'm a unicorn and you're gonna treat me like this unicorn with this this pointy thing on my daggone head so i i mean i hope that helps like i definitely there's very varying opinions um if you're feeling froggy leap if not stay put and and um work with your management to help manage you better sure. those are I, options I, I, I personally think that that's i think leaving is the way to go look here i follow malcolm x's teachings I, 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 like I, to my I, own <laughs> to my own beat like i kind of just do with them what i choose so by any means necessary excel and succeed that's and that's how i feel but um more. I, I bounce yeah <laughs> but thank you asia um let us know how that goes i hope you do something really 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 dope 
and like bounce but whatever <laughs> neither here nor there okay so now it's time for dope ish right okay um so i'm gonna go ahead and start ronnie do you have a you have something dope to share some dope I, stuff to you share know you know what i i, I do actually man. all right like, do I you want to go first this time like i'm really I, trying I, to give you look, the guest treatment I've, I've been talking now so i'm comfortable Oh, been, see what like, a little bit of like, beer was, and conversation with Kai you know will what? do for you. You know what? Yes. I, I, I would say a little. This, this must be a high octane beer because like, <laughs> like one don't usually do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, we definitely lube up in here. My dope we're, shit today. Boss. Say what? What are you saying? Did you also have the high octane beer? Like, what are you saying? Because I said, I said we definitely lube up in here, and then I said, oh, pause. Yeah. <laughs> Several seats. Okay, yeah. go ahead. You first. Okay. Um, my dope shit today is um, I actually got to give shouts out to um, a homeboy of mine. Um, his name is Ekene Ijioma. He's a he's like an interactive designer. I mean, dude is like ridiculously dope and just creative. Is he freelance. Um, I do not know. I, I think I think right now he may be available. I don't know for sure. Does he want benefits and stuff? I'm certain he does. You know, I'm always trying to find people. But <laughs> I'm trying to increase his pipeline. Let's let's, 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 let's stay on. Ekene, and he's probably going to find that weird because I've never said his name that way, which is the proper way to say it. Um, oh, okay. he's, been a, he's been a kine for me all these years for me. <laughs> but um, Ekene basically is this interactive designer, uh, digital designer. He designed an app that is recently starting to get a lot of like um, recognition and people are talking about it. But it's an app called Look Up, and it's a it's, it's a dope app that encourages people to look up from their smartphones at intersections. So basically, uh-huh. it uses it uses the GPS technology in your phone and it recognizes. And I could be I don't want to be misquoted on it, but it, it recognizes when your phone is in use, and when you reach an intersection. The eye, these eyeballs jump up, pop up on the screen to lo- let you know, look up and look around you, be a part of the world that you're, that you're in. Mm. And it's, 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 it's like really- to not get hit by a car. Oh, yeah. or, so that's the I was like, is it that he wants you to like experience let, life or is he want me, to save your life? Finish. Oh, my bad, bruh. Safety, safety is definitely a component of the app. That is one of the things that. Um, inspired, you know, this this application is basically like he was tired of so-called seeing all these smartphone zombies running mm-hmm. around. And, and, and to be honest with you, like I'm I'm a victim myself. I'm a, I'm, Meanwhile, I'm, I'm still I can't, texting. I can't I can't act like I'm not that dude, even though I try my hardest not to be. But I got I got work to do. True. Like, sometimes I only do it when I'm walking down the street. Right. But he designed this app that's, that's getting like a lot of like you know attention and, and, and press and whatnot. And I just want to say that's cool. some dope shit from a dope dude. Is, is it Come on, right bro. It's it's, it's on. The only dope, the only the only thing that's not so dope about this particular app <laughs> is that it's only for Android. Oh. It's not available for oh. iPhones. Oh. So it was so almost dope. Oh. Oh. It was almost dope. Okay. Let me, uh, what's it called? Look up. It's called Look Up, yeah. I mean, it well, just feels good to be special. Yeah, no, the good for you. First of all, that is real because everybody can't necessarily develop for all things uh, Android. 
mean, and all 75 of the screens. So that's awesome. Well, let me know. Um, any, I'm sure he can do iOS. He just chose not to. Oh, yeah. It, it, it can't look. I look. I'm yes, just yes. Yes. Okay. Just my man. My my, my man <laughs> stares at a white screen with words on it all day long. Just like a cold. Bless his heart. Anything. Oh. Okay. Well, good for him. Um, we will. If you can actually make sure you share the um the link the link so that we can post it on our social media channels. We'd love to help promote that. Uh, um, know. and also let me know like. What his job search situation looked like. <laughs> okay. Because I'm steady trying to build this pipeline at our office, so you Yo, never, I, you never know when you we know might what? need uh, an app developer that can do all that prefers to do Android. Shoot. Okay. Um, I'll go next. My dope ish is dedicated to the Harvard Business Review. Um. I just want to say I bought this issue in the airport and I felt very, very, very intelligent as I walked past all the people reading their Cosmos and Vogue's and, um, you know, other cheesy magazines because rarely do I spend $20 on on something that's not um, food or alcohol. Um, and I spent it on this publication because for their July August 2016 edition they have focused on diversity um, which makes me happy and obviously the uh, team here at Mixed Company because that means that everybody's having the conversation um, it also helps as we continue to move forward and amplify this conversation that it's not just it's not just a bottom-up conversation anymore. It's actually something that is important to just about everybody. Um, Harvard Business Review, for those of you that don't know, is not an advertising um, publication. So this means that this is um, applicable to anyone in business or... Intersectional. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So there were two articles in this issue that were really great for me. The first one was about um, why diversity programs fail, um, which kind of hurts because, you know, a lot of people go really hard and they really want to um, input non-biased, uh, non-biased trainings and they want to create programs and stuff to help people change their minds. But without giving too much away, essentially, the why diversity programs fail article kind of or yeah article kind of speaks to more so how when you try to get people to change their beliefs just for just for the fun of it um it doesn't work and that what generally does work is getting people to be a part of the solution actively mm -hmm. and creating environments where people get to interact with more <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry Rodney just ran out for a quick uh break and everybody's staring, sorry. But no, getting everybody to to interact with each other and, and developing their their belief systems based on experience rather than what people are telling you is right is more helpful. So I, to me, that makes a lot of sense um, as I push forward with, you know, pushing for diversity or advocating for diversity. It's definitely going to be something that I look into and... Um, yeah, that was one. And then the other 
article in here that captured my attention was about design designing a bias-free organization, which it's an interview with Iris. I think it's Bonet, um, and interviewed by whew, Gardener Morse. And basically, I thought this this article was really interesting for me, just because um, they go they go through and they talk about collecting data. One of the things that I've noticed in my research lately about diversity is that it's really hard to find data specific to the growth and diversity and what programs work and how they work and why they work. Um, and honestly, it's because people aren't people and organizations are not necessarily tracking their growth. So it is advocating for making sure you, you know, you write down your number, you get your numbers, you write them down, you compare them, and you share them. Um, and so, yeah, this issue was really special to me. I'm happy that, you know, more than just mixed company is advocating for diversity and speaking on behalf of people that um, are of diverse backgrounds and want to contribute to society. And kudos to Harvard Business Review. So did they have any, like, concrete solutions in there? I don't think... They definitely didn't have concrete solutions. They definitely had eye-opening um, insights. Like, the piece about how, you know, forcing... You know, a lot of people are like, well, we want to incorporate non-biased trainings in our human resources department. And it's kind of like, it, it goes beyond that. Like, you can tell people for days, like, the way you feel about people that look like me is wrong and they're going to look at you and say I don't care that's just what I believe because I believe or you can quote unquote force people to interact with people you know that they don't look like or that they're not used to or that they're not comfortable with and and essentially that kind of shows them like look like did they bite you no did they punch you in your face no did they steal your money no do you still have your job yes do you are are y'all all winning awards? Yes. Is the business moving forward? Yes. Then why is it so bad to work with people that you're not necessarily used to working with? You know, and just advocating more for voluntary experiences and advocating more for bringing pe bringing people into the solution as opposed to making people look like the evil masterminds that are trying to take over the world. Like, everybody's not necessarily against diversity. Everybody just doesn't know how they can be a part of the solution for diversity. Um, and that's kind of what I took from both of these articles. So, that's fair. Yeah, it was, it was really fair. Nothing, nothing was surprising or shocking, but it was definitely insightful um, and helpful. Is it my turn? It's totally your turn because two of us turn. went. And I, and I have nothing related to advertising again because. Ever. Because you don't. <laughs> you don't respect <laughs> this business. <laughs> I respect dope things, though. Okay. So my dope thing for the week is Stranger Things, which is the Netflix show that. Um, I guess everybody, oh, everybody's watching Somebody right told now. me to watch that, but I'd be scared of aliens and stuff, so I can't. Well, it's, it's about aliens or something? Uh, it's alien-ish. Mm, oh, like man. the X-Files. I couldn't also, watch that like, during the day. I don't really care for sci-fi. And for some reason, like, it pulled me in, and I watched, like, most of the episodes That's of That's what night. everyone said. Sorry, guys. It's weird. Like, it's definitely some weird no. shit. And, like, people, like, if you like the Goonies, like, you would like it or whatever. I don't know. But the coolest um, one with the aliens, mm, except for when I was like seven years old, and that scared like the living daylights out of me. But the one of the dope, dope things about Stranger Things is that they were turned down like fifteen times by like other networks, 
and before Netflix picked them up, which I mean, I just trying to tell folk Netflix like, just across the board. Like Netflix is doing what they're doing is working because for some reason I don't know what their strategy is or what their the way that they approach it, but they keep winning when it comes to shows that other people are turning down. So you know, kudos to that. It's dope. I like it. That's it. That's all I, I feel like. Netflix should just take on all the TV shows that got cut off from ABC, NBC, and the CW, if that even exists. They could. Because those were some of the best shows. Like, I don't know, what's the show with um, Comedian beefed with Kevin Hart? Why can't I think of his name? Was beaten up on, uh, was that in Dreamgirls? No. Oh, Jamie Foxx? No, no, wrong movie, but same premise. Come on, Uncle Buck. That's the name of the show. Uncle Buck. With Mike Epps? Mike Epps. I'm sorry. I've been drinking. Oh, my Mike bad. Epps was just on um, Survivor's But the show Remorse. was good. Yes, but the show, Uncle Buck, was really good. And it got canceled it after, canceled like, real quick, five or six episodes. And I'm like, but it was such a good show. Like, granted, Mike Epps is Mike Epps. But the storyline was great. The acting, I thought, was really good. And they just canceled. They didn't even ask me. And I said, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why people do stuff like that. Like, why would you cancel a show without at least sending me an email? But yeah, I don't even think I ever saw this. I TV. really feel like that's I, something I, that I should go that. over to no, Netflix. I, I would totally see. watch that. I would totally I mean, watch it. This, so. is, this is also like I'm just looking at the, the image from the show. Like it's just like the standard black show. My my voice showed off on purpose. Um, I, f- I feel I, f- I feel like Netflix Netflix came in the game. See, there's a spirit that runs through Netflix that says, we, <laughs> Sorry. No, yes, God. yes, God. Come on, Jesus. Yes. And you know what, though? I'm, I'm being really, like, you're going to hear that expression from me a lot because. Did it come on your spirit? It, 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 yes, it, it means much. But no, it does. There's a spirit, there's a spirit, a DNA, a ethos that runs through Netflix that says, um, we are anti what you are. Mm. And Maybe being, that's why I like them because being, I'm also anti everything. And, and, be, and being anti what you are, I'm not gonna li- I'm not gonna come into a situation and survey the room and see the same things I you am see the goddamn because room. ABC, NBC, Fox, and, and CBS, all y'all see the same shit and running for the same exact target. True. Trying to trying to hit that same exact mm. mark. Yeah. Yeah, the, but this is interesting that you say that because I feel like a lot of. And maybe that's why I like Netflix, but pretty much all of the streaming channels and services, like Black and Sexy and Issa Rae and all, all these people, like they're all anti. Like they all just and maybe, like go you know what? That's a great way to put it. And like just like even that to me is exciting. Just to be anti, like. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be anti-establishment? <laughs> okay, maybe everybody doesn't want to be anti, but I just find that so exciting and I, I, like I really, I really authentic. Feel like, I really feel like 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 the current climate of society anti is where the party is because yes, come anti, on, party and, and, and anti is an acknowledgement that what has been hasn't been working. Mm. Like that's 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 what. That's what Netflix is. Netflix is y'all scrambling for the next hot show, and we running them off like it's like it's nothing. Right. Why? And because giving them all up front for 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 the same price. And, and, and straight buying seasons. And straight buying seasons. 
because like, you know why everybody's gonna watch episodes. it again anyway. You know what? That's that, so audacious. That, I love it. That giving it all at one strategy is amazing. It is. I wish they would do that for the night of. I don't. Was that another show? That's the show on HBO. You watching that? What, what, what's the show? The night of. No, no. I got too many. I got too many. I'm in the lab too much these days, man. Try, try, uh, I'm trying, trying to squeeze out my work, man. Well, speaking we, of we, the lab, I'm about to say, speaking of the lab, I'm going to go ahead and close out because I forgot to do this after the listener letter. But don't forget to shoot us an email with any feedback, comments, concerns, questions that you guys might have. You can email us at askmixedcompany at gmail.com. That's A-S-K-M-I-X-E-D-C-O-M-P-A-N-Y at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. And also, as always, you can look us up on the social medias. You can find us at, at Mafa New York on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and if you really care, you can also stream a couple of our podcasts on YouTube. Um, for those of you that's just easier no that's real stuff because you don't know how many people I tried to get to like search SoundCloud and they're like sound who so for those of you that are not necessarily app savvy and YouTube is still your favorite um, destination for audio visual entertainment you can also catch us there just search uh, mixed company um, and we'll see you so for those of you that have been listening um this show and to others you know that we have a guest and Rodney's been here and y'all don't know anything about him um and I've done that kind of purposely because we really wanted to have Rodney kind of give us his background his story and help us lead into our conversation today um today we're going to be talking about having side side gigs and side hustles um working in advertising and kind of what that does to help you um, build your craft, what that does for for your additional income streams, and kind of what that does for you as a creative, a professional, or however you would identify yourself. So, Rodney, if you don't mind giving the people what they want, let us know who you are, where you came from, why you're here, and then I'll figure out some questions to throw at you. <laughs> who is you? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, I is. Um, yes! You know what? Um, my name is Rodney White. Um, I am an artist, art director, poet, um, entrepreneur. I'm kind of into everything, or oh, a lot of things. Let's say that I'm into a lot of things. My background is I'm from I'm from Georgia, so Georgia. If, if you find yourself not being able to understand Georgia. what I'm saying, Sorry. that's probably why. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm from Augusta, Georgia. Um, I, I live in Brooklyn now, and you know, this is home for me. I love it up here. But, um, but for the most part, I I've been in I've been in advertising for about when I started. I, I graduated in '99. It's been about that. it's been about 17 years since I've been in advertising, um, and I like where I am in, the, in this game. I like where I am in this game. I, I feel like I feel like I mastered. A key component of this game early on, I kind of just rolled that. Um, but we'll probably get into that in a little bit with some questions and what. <laughs> um, but yes, that's me. Um, I'm an artist. Uh, I, I own a publishing company where I publish my artwork and sell it to uh, various retailers. Um, I also own a couple clothing lines. 
Go ahead and shout them out. One that I just started. I was hoping you would have came with like one t-shirt and me and Simeon could have fought over it, but it's all right. It's all well, good. I already oh, got like three or four. Yeah, Simeon, Sim, man, he got, he, he got direct access. Well, Kai too. doesn't have He one. got direct <laughs> access. Um, my clothing line, the one I just started, is called Black on Black. And uh, you can check me out at black uh, blackonblackbk.com. All the Instagram, social media profiles is uh, at blackonblackbk. Um, that's that's the, the latest one. The previous one is called 39 Clothing. Um, and I'll get into why there's two and the differences between the two the more we start diving into mm -hmm. uh, me and my path and whatnot. I think it's also worth noting that I was at Rodney's house the other day and he was using advertising awards as paperweights. So. <laughs> I think it's also worth noting that that's also my dream. So, <laughs> so. I was like, oh, you have no respect for this. <laughs> you know, it's all that good. Was, that, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm trying to get some, and he's using them as paperweights. True. Yeah, they, they, they were legitimately holding down. A you band. literally <laughs> live on probably the most creative block in Brooklyn. I might add, you live on Herkimer, right? Yes. Yeah, you live Small Warner, Stephen Small oh, Warner. You, you know Stephen? Um, that's the homie. That's fam. Man, that's real life now. family. I did not know I that. Shout out everybody. Yeah, that's Stu that. 55. That's man, come on now. So I, I always feel when... really creepy, like when I walk down the, cause I know you live on that block, but I'm not about to like shout your name out. First of all, because Actually, you should no, worries. because you have, you know, you have wife and child, and that's disrespectful <laughs> for another woman to be walking down the block. Hey, Rodney! Like that's not where I'm gonna take but you it. But you guys but definitely like the dopest block in Brooklyn. That's so. that's that's, that's kind of like what we want. Our block to be like because look, I'm, a, a, I'm a Herkimer rat. Look, I like to just be around there to like gain creativity. So there's, there's a Jamaican dude that rides our block. Um, yes, I'm familiar. Jamaican, and dude, dude <laughs> is constantly singing and belting tunes yeah. out loud. I actually passed him on the way to the train. Creative, tonight. crazy. It's like the same thing. Every kind Saturday of. morning, yeah. man, ten o'clock. That's funny. He coming home from whatever he doing, whatever he was yeah. singing out loud yeah awesome. i'm not down you. for that life but i just wanted Amen. you to know that i know i see you we see each <laughs> other you can't you you can't I love you. part of the creativity and don't love all no, no 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 no. i didn't say i love creativity because i'm <laughs> really like anti-crazy it's a little but like i respect Man. you guys with a k shout it. out to Birdman. okay so <laughs> It's 10 o'clock according to my um <laughs> my computer if you guys heard it but anyway so essentially what we're talking about today is side hustles so as rodney pointed out um he's no stranger to advertising as a business um he's worked on the side of the creative lifestyle if you will um as an art director designer an artist um and then on the other side he has his other businesses which are, are rather lucrative and they bring in additional streams of income i think as we continue to talk about looking at advertising as a business from the bottom up as well as um being diverse people and adding diversity to the game another piece that is important is diversity and skill set and diversity of experience right. um and that comes from everybody right. well diversity comes from everybody but it, i think it's also important to know that you can diversify your talent pool by diverse by diversifying experience 
um, a lot of people, at least I, I'll say that I had this struggle probably around the time I met Simeon um, working at that hellhole of a agency. Yes. Yeah. But like, I was just feeling really stuck. You know, like I felt like I had graduated college. I had a specific skill set and some amazing things I could do. And I just wasn't able to put that into the work that I was doing in said agency. Um, and finding what helped me sustain thus this far in advertising was being able to find those outlets. And those outlets for that creativity or those skill sets don't always necessarily come from the project brief that you just received from your team. You may actually have to go out and find other opportunities to expose yourself or to flex your uh, your creative business or other skill set chops. So what made you, Rodney, say I'm more than just this pixel pushing Photoshop mastering MFR, and I've got some other things that I want to contribute to society. Well, for for me, it it, it wasn't, and this it was it, it wasn't a conscious decision that was made by me. It was kind of like um, I have this analogy where it's 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 you lock into a track, and if you lock on the right track, there are times when you're when you're you're pushing to go uphill. And then there's times if you're on the right track, you're going downhill. And that was kind of like what was happening for me early on was that I was in school studying, you know, visual communications at a little tech school in, in Atlanta. And um, at during this, this this process of learning about the industry of advertising and design, I discovered typography. And it was through that, and harkening back to the story I told earlier about my, my portfolio being more design based and more uh, being less concept driven. I was all, I was a tight buff from from school, so naturally, um, my my the career I was in was providing was 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 filling that need in me, but there was more. There was more, and I just I was just I was a young kid, man. I was in my twenties, man. I was like. I felt like I wasn't given the opportunity to say what I want and do what I wanted to do at work because you, if you're fresh out of school, mm-hmm. yep, you get you get the grunt work, you get you get you get Quark Express, like you don't you know you don't get much much hardcore design stuff. You you get to go in and lay out some pages and you know do what the client says, make the logo bigger. Right. It's like you don't you don't get much you know uh, sway. And how it's gonna end up looking, and I felt like there was a need for me. I was curious about what I wanted, about what what I could do, and how I wanted to, you know, give it a shot. So I just developed my own thing outside of work, and I learned that by doing that, it made me better at work. Right. Um, because what it was allowing me to do, it was allowing me to get my creative jollies off. Yeah, having, yeah, get your creative jollies. My creative jollies. <laughs> I, was, I was, I was getting them off without I'm having to deal with like someone shooting them down or like a client not being, you know, a visionary enough to see what I'm trying to bring to them. It, 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 it became a point to where it, it, it was a fail safe for me. I was like, you know what? Mm. You want the logo bigger? 
I made the logo bigger. So did, did you promote your stuff at work while you were doing it on the side, or did you just like do it on the well, side just to like? Well, it, it was it was it was kind of one of those things where, like I say, being young and not really knowing the industry and not really knowing the business the way it was, um, and the uh, just the history of it, essentially. I was, I was a young a young dude walking into an office. I was a, I was I had my music blasting all day long. I was singing out loud. I mean I was I dressed wild at work. This is my this was the, in my outcast days, my hundred fifty thousand days. Yes. I was I was wearing all kinds of wild shit. <laughs> but but at the same time it's like I was I was just the a dude just a creative dude just being creative and. If I'm not being allowed to be be, be at work, I was being outside of, outside of work, but I was bringing it to work as well. And what that what, what that allowed me to do was that eventually they started to say, put some of that on what what's what you're doing. Yes. Mm. Put some of that like we like what you're doing. Bring some of that into the office. Hmm. So. So you were like empowered to like be your most authentic self. Well, because. Because I was I was I wasn't super protective about it. Yeah. I was mm. I was I was I was cool with. You check 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 out what I'm doing at home. Like check this out. I was I was cool with sharing what I was doing. Sure. Even though, the shit was probably weak at the time because I'm just starting it. Mm. I was I was cool with it. I, I was so open about it, like just just putting out there because I wanted you to see what I was doing. I wanted you to see what I was capable of doing. Like, let me bring some of this to work. And essentially, eventually. They asked me to bring some of that to work. Put some of that creative juice on what you're doing. I feel like that's probably like probably some like some of my best moments were when like in just having a career where when somebody looked at you being you and being your most vulnerable and was like, We want that here. Right. Like when exactly. you're accepted for you know, what I would call for me because sometimes I can be self deprecating. But like, you know, that rough around the edge sauce that you bring in and people are like, yeah, we like that. Like, that's well, definitely... Because it, it... Ultimately, when you hire a creative person at your agency, hopefully, you're hiring that person because only them can do what they do. True. Only, uh, hmm. I, I said this shit all country. Only they can do what they do. Only they can do what they do. Sure. So, so like when you say that, that kind of brings me back to the letter letter that we read earlier, which is, you know, she mentioned diversity, and she mentioned her skill set, but it almost like as soon as you said that, it made me feel like they may have hired her for the diversity number, like to have that number in house. So like, in in a situation like that, do you do you feel like? If skill set and I'm going off topic, but if if skill set is the issue, that she should start doing her own thing on the side and bring that in, so that they can see what it is that she does, so that it almost influences the way that they look at her work. You know what? It, it's 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 unfortunate that sometimes that's the way we have to do mm-hmm. things, but if 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 you're doing it and you're not doing it for that end. Then it's not it's not it's not an extra step you gotta take. Right. You just you just pursuing your passions. Mm-hmm. You're just doing what you want to do. Mm, that's and true. It leaked on your job. Right. It came out at work and they were like, "What was that? Mm. Oh, this is what I'm doing at home." Yeah. 
let me give y'all some stats real quick, right? So, reading the business news, uh, an article on businessnewsdaily.com, they talk about the number of Americans involved in early stage entrepreneurial activities is the highest it's ever been. Nearly 13% of the U.S. adult population was engaged in entrepreneurship with the vast majority starting businesses to pursue an opportunity rather than out of necessity. And I think that part is important. I'm going to do this like church. To pursue an opportunity rather than out of necessity. My thoughts on this. So it's kind of like... It's, to me, this sounds like people are starting or people are engaging in entrepreneurial activities out of passion, kind of tied to what you're saying, out, out of passion rather than outside of, I need to get this bread. To a, to a degree. To a, to, I, I, I think what is contributing to that number that I feel like is not being talked about in that statement is the fact that creativity, whether you're good or not, oh, Creativity, whether you're good or not, is accessible. And it's the accessibility of it. Because look, the advent of Instagram and and, 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 and Snapseed and, and Photoshop, new lifestyle. all of a sudden photographers are popping up out, out of the woodworks. But he would be talking about me. But at the same time, you. only a only a select <laughs> few of those photographers who come in right. using those tools are actually parlaying that into Business opportunities, yeah. business opportunities. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the numbers the numbers are rising, but mm-hmm. that number ain't talking about the successful ones. That number just talking about the people just just, just doing it. I also Most, feel like that number is is about people trying to get rich quick. Do you think it's? I I don't. I really I don't. I I do. I mean, just look at the the amount of millionaires who've kind of like hit it big overnight. Like it's it's almost it's almost a yeah. new Hollywood. I mean, I guess like I mean, he, from my perspective, it's kind of mm-hmm. like this, right? A lot of people, and I'll take it back to, and you know, this is all my life of Kai theories, so bear with me, right? A lot of people after um, the the do we call it a market crash back in was it oh seven oh eight like yeah. like at the, the dawn of the recession when people really like lost everything. Like, they lost everything, including, like, the things that they thought they loved. And I think what came out of that was a certain creativity to, like, create. Like, we had new passions, right? There were a whole bunch of people that lost yeah, jobs you, you online. You have a lot of time on your hands. You have a lot. Of, but, right. But, uh, but I think that that's, that's valuable to say. So people lost their jobs, and they had to find things to do. There were a lot of people graduating school at the time that also couldn't get jobs. That's, and you needed and- to find... Uh, you needed to find something to do. And I don't necessarily think it was like a, a get rich quick thing, but more of like a skill set to develop or a skill set to, to, to master at the time. We're talking like 07, 08, 09. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. this is the dawn of Twitter. Isn't Twitter like 10 years no. old now? No, like, not even old. I mean, but you, it, you, I think it is like in 09 or some something like that, or it's about to be. So one of them yeah. is 10 years old, and then another is like on its way to being 10 years old. Either way, these are new skills that like people literally developed like in their spare time like you were tweeting your homie on college campus and all of a sudden now being a so i mean no it is all of a sudden it's less than a decade all of a sudden being a social media manager is like a lucrative 
profession. Well, it's a full-time job now. It's a full-time job now. now. But even that, like, that that was something that you were doing for your homeboy starting, like, his promotions business on the side. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't necessarily think it was a get-rich-quick thing, at least this burst, but I do think it has a lot to do with, like, people, to your point, having a lot of idle time and then the dawn of new technology merging where it was like, there are other skills that we can build out of stuff that people, that was just pure entertainment. You're you're, you're talking about how it started. How it started was out of necessity. I'm talking about now. I was going to say, like, we're getting back to that point in the article where... Like, those people who, who were there at the beginning, they started out of necessity. They started it out of, well, I ain't got shit to do. I, so I, was, I feel like it was out of passion, not out of necessity. You it, weren't it was, learning was, to tweet was, for necessity. Well, you were was, learning to tweet well, it was both. out of fun and it was, passion. It, it, was, it was both. But if we're talking about now. I wasn't tweeting for the nobody's business. The necessity was filling time because you ain't got no Sure, work to okay. Right. All right, all right. All right. But if you're, if you're talking about that stat now, which is the 13%, like, a lot of those people are, are throwing darts at the wall and seeing what sticks but only if you believe entrepreneurialism is a specific thing like being an entrepreneur to me at this point is everything you do like everything we do on a daily basis like managing your own social media account it to me is is an entrepreneurial endeavor right like it's one because that's actively a position that you can have at a job and two because you're curating your life like you're curating you're curating the um, the piece of yourself or whatever visual it is you're trying to to show to the world. So, to me, it's it's to me it seems like it's out of passion. Like people love selfies. Like well, it's both. Okay, all I mean, right, I can live with that. This, 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 this. It's not it's not one or the other. Like it's 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 both. I mean, but that that's that's a big. I guess I was just caught off guard by the to get rich quick thing. I don't necessarily think it was for that. I think now okay. there's there's a lot of people who are throwing things at the wall because you do have these stories of people who came up with an app and then they sell the app for a billion dollars and then I mean that that part is to get rich. Then. You know what I mean? Like so yeah. there, there's there's a little bit of both. But there's, that's not even a get rich quick. Like it I mean, doesn't take like it takes, it takes eight ten months. years to be an overnight success. You know, like that, right? That's, okay. That's but like like I mean I feel like for you like you do your shit out of passion. Well, I, well, we can get into that, but I mean, yes, passion is definitely a part of it. Um, and again, like, this is my third attempt at a clothing line. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I didn't just crop up and just decide I'm, I'm going to make shirts and just going to start start doing this myself. I've tried this three times and failed twice, essentially. Right. That's and fine. maybe this third time is is starting to pick up a little more traction than, mm-hmm. you know, I had expected to is early on but right. I ain't new to this but that's passion though like it's, it's it's passion at the same time like like it, it here's here's, here's my, my, my whole point about this whole thing is that I don't necessarily believe that and I know how 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 intriguing and how tempting it is for every one of us to stake a position of it's out of this or it's out of that or that sure. but I'm a leaper, so I, I live in a world where it's all of it. I'm just gonna flip this table now, you damn leaper. Both of y'all, just get, you just get out. I'm, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I guess what, I, what what I'm trying to say is, I think when you, I think when, when when you wait one thing, when you wait something heavy in one direction, you destroy the nuance 
that lives in other areas. And that nuance that lives in other areas mm-hmm. is vital to discovery. Sure. It's vital to innovation. It's, to, it's vital to a true understanding. It's the same with a creative brief. Yeah. Creative people will look at a, a brief that's too broad and be like, give me some fucking nuance. Yeah. Give me some. Give me, give me a plan. I hate when y'all do that. Like, bruh, I don't have it. Like, that's give, all they gave me. I'm this like, is it. Give, give me some nuance. <laughs> tell me. Like, what, what, tell what me color something I don't know. Like, tell, I mean, me tell me something I don't something. know. Right. You mean, well, that's a Virgo. What you, what you really mean is give me a real brief. <laughs> that's what you really That's mean. such a creative thing that's to say. Don't nobody really know mean. what the hell that means. Give what, me a uh, real brief. What the hell I said on the paper? But all I'm, <laughs> all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is that we, we're so quick to broad stroke yeah. things because we because because of the world we live in. Uh, we don't have time to digest a lot of information. Mm. We can't. We 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 want we want the broad stroke, but the broad stroke gives you broad results. The broad strokes mm. give you. It gives you a wide net that picks up the trash in the in, in the ocean, picks up some fish, it picks up some tires, some plastic bottles, it picks up everything because the net is wide. But Charlie. if when you, when you when you specialize and get nuanced, you can go for that swordfish because you know where it is, you know where that shit swims, you know the swim patterns. Nuance. Right. I appreciate nuance because I I like the challenge of a nuance. Right. So like like right now you. You're not working full time, like you. No, no, no. You freelance. Freelance, yeah. Do you feel like what you, like your businesses, add value to companies approaching you for freelance work? Absolutely, and here's a perfect example of, of that. Is um, I, I've been, I've, I've definitely been in talks with um, I'm not going, I'm not, I'm not going to necessarily say which social media giant. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been in talks with, but, oh, but um, oh, okay. I've, I've, been, I've been in discussions with them about you know a position at the, at, at 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 their company, and one of the things that keeps coming up in all their their descriptions of every job that I, I go for, or I, or or I I look into, is having an entrepreneurship aspect. Mm. Have an entrepreneurship, like an entrepreneurial degree, to the way you work. I mean, you know what? I think that's a good point. I had this conversation last week with my coworkers, um, because everyone asks for that. Like, it's it's almost like it's the sexy thing to say, right? Mm. Like. <laughs> No, everyone asks for it. every. Well, I've in my this, experience, I, I heard this I'm gonna tell you. Why. My, but listen, you everyone asks for it. But here's the difference, because like we want we want people that work to work here to have that work here to have an entrepreneurial spirit. But that's not what you really want, because having an entrepreneurial spirit or being <laughs> of entrepreneur <laughs> means pedigree, I ain't here, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, what? Here. No, 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 no. That's not what that means. That is a fallacy. That is the dream that's sold. What it means is that it gets done by any means necessary. And the problem with that is that it gets done whether you like the way it gets done or not. And that we should we are we are trying to execute a common goal. Make money, further business, uh, expand on whatever the footprint is. And everybody doesn't like that because you can't necessarily control or you can't contain an entrepreneur. To me, that's why a lot of creatives 
I would like to say, go into doing their own shit. Because you can't contain or control it. So it's almost very dangerous to ask people, like, or to, or to demand of people that they're being an entrepreneur because you don't really want that. Because what that means is that what you're going to do in 12 hours, I might be able to do in four and pack four other things into it. And you shouldn't necessarily have a problem with that. See, see here, here, here's what I got to push back on you on, on, on that. Oh, no. It's, now um, we going to fight. It's, it's, it's basically, you saying that, you're saying that under under the assumption that the job, which is, let's say, the job is the machine. Sure, the it job, is. It the is. Machi- the machine wants entrepreneur spirits and entrepreneurship qualities, entrepreneurial qualities yeah. in, in what it uses to run its machine. Yes. Now, you're assuming or making the assumption that that machine is going to use your entrepreneurial spirit the way you think it should be used. And that's not the case. Then that's not entrepreneurial. It is. How? It, 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 because because it, it, because you have a spirit doesn't mean it's going to get utilized the way you think that spirit but should that's, be utilized. But that's I'm but I'm not talking. The word that I'm discussing is the entrepreneur side of it, not the spirit part. No, because being an entrepreneur that, a, is being scrappy. Being an entrepreneur is being is, innovative. It's is being, being innovative. It's, you can't do that being contained because the way the, you innovate is not no, the way I innovate. No, you can innovate all day long. How it's, that innovation is used, that's up to the company you work for. I don't for. know. I'm so not talking about the how they use it. I don't care how you use it. How I give it to you is what is what the defining factor no yes it is no how is it not because because you how what is your process for being innovative because you're no no i'm just saying you're looking at this from the standpoint of i get i present this to you do what i think you should do with it no 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 no. that's not what i'm saying at all but that's but that but all i'm saying is that that's not what the machine, like the machine. The machine is gonna do what they want. The machine is gonna do what it wants to do. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about what happens after product or after idea or after conception of an idea. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Yeah, you may need. Yeah, you may need to. You may need to sit in a dark room with the blinds closed for 12 hours, humming to yourself before you actually can start working and actually can start ideating, right? For me, I may just need a blank pencil and a paper. Like, it's the process. To me, the entrepreneurship piece of it is the process. Nope. No, no, no. Nope. I'm telling you, how is it not? I, I, well, is it not because, for you? Because, because what, you, what you just described is a creative process. And no, that, no, no, because no, I'm no, not no, a creative, no, so this, I can't describe this, that to but, you. But, but, but what I'm saying is like, you're not being a creative. You just described what you think of you you conflate you you conflating as an entrepreneur. You're, I'm telling you what com- my process you're conflating is. Conflating an entrepreneur's quality with the creative process because what you just said was you might sit you might need to sit in a room for 12 hours that's dark before you come up with an idea. That's not being an entrepreneur. That's being creative. Being entrepreneurial. I don't think is we're talking about approach. the same thing. I think I think we're not talking about the same thing because you're conflating the two. Okay. Being a, being an entrepreneurial means it's the way you attack a problem, the way the way you come in. Is that not a process? It's, 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 is that not a process? It's not a process because it's the way you. Well, how about this? It's not. It's, it's being an entrepreneur is about the way you 
process the problem in your mind. Get it's a mental, out it's, of it's a, this room. What you won't do I'm, I'm is tell, reorganize the I'm, words I'm, to make it tell the story you want it to tell. That's do, what you won't do. Did I not just tell you how about, about, about nuance? I'm, 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 and you're a creative. This I am, is true. I am, I am, I am discussing nuance with you right now, and I'm, that I'm, is creative. But I'm discussing nuance with you right now, and like what you, what, what you describe as entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you're describing the creative process. Well, my ma- my main point you was not to discuss that. No, you don't. I'm not a creative. But you're an entrepreneur, right? Absolutely. You're a, you're a go-getter. Which is why, to me, it's the process. And to me, all of that encompasses a process. However, the conversation that I am trying to have <laughs> is that what these companies ask for, if we are just talking about, let's just call it process, how do we get to, how do we get to solve whatever the problem is or how do we get to solve the challenge? How I solve the challenge may be a problem for some people and to me that is what that is what makes the entrepreneur how i get to the to the definitive end of the challenge and everyone i don't think everybody can handle that and that's why i feel like that's why that's why i feel like you're 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 conflating the two things did i use process in the wrong way no i'm saying conceptually oh because i'm not talking about concepting i'm I'm just saying as 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 a in theory oh your way, the way you get to an idea yeah. has nothing to do with you being entrepreneurial. That that means you're not that good of a creative. I don't I, I don't I don't I don't like I don't like I don't like your process of getting to the creative idea, which ends up meaning I don't like your idea. Okay. Which is the end result because I don't care how you if, if the idea is good I don't care if you if you need to sit on the toilet and work. <laughs> okay. If the you get to the idea, which is the process. Uh huh. Of sitting on the toilet to the idea. Uh huh. If the idea is good, I don't care how you got there. So which part is the entrepreneur part? The entrepreneurial part is how you uh, how, how, how you think about even beginning to attack the All idea. All right, I'm gonna move on. Okay. I'm telling you that there is a difference. It's a very listen. I've worked I've worked with creatives that, that, that sit in a room that can't get started until you tell them exactly what they what you need them to do. That is is that true. the nuance or is that the entrepreneurial That's, part? If you take like okay, if 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 if, if you're not a self starter, right? Self starting is entrepreneurial. But that's not the only quality of being an entrepreneur. But I'm I'm I'm, gi- I'm giving you A and B. I'm giving you basically simple. I'm trying to simplify it down. I'm trying to get down to a nuance. Imagine it's only this: self starting entrepreneur. Entrepreneur need to be handheld to to get started. That's creative. And and to his point, uh-huh. the the self starter because I've I had this conversation at work with my boss and someone who shall remain nameless. But the nuance to entrepreneur for them was you being a self starter that you should mm-hmm. not have to wait for me to tell you what to do because you are are an entrepreneur you know what to do like you don't sit there at your desk waiting for someone to give you a brief like you don't sit there on idle time you're the you're the type of person who is basically going to say i don't have anything to do what what can i figure out um what 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 can i figure like how how can i best utilize this time um how can i best utilize this idle time that i have so like 
in in the context of you saying that you want people to be like like you hear people at work saying that you want them to that, pe- that they want their employees to be entrepreneurial i don't necessarily think it's like in the context as you're saying i think what they want is they want you to be the person who's gonna be a self-starter like they don't have to tell you what to do but that's yes exactly okay that's what i'm right. saying you don't have to tell me what i'm what to do but if i'm not but they don't want the rubble Huh? They don't want the rebel, and that's my problem because being an entrepreneur, you have to be. There is, there is, not even a little bit. There's a lot of rebellion that comes along with that. You're in in general, you are a rebel because first of all, you decided you could do it yourself. Second of all, you decided you could probably do it more efficiently than everybody else. And third of all, you're not trying to be like anybody else because you're trying to stand out because you need to sell your product, your service, your whatever. So without discussing the semantics right, or right, the right, nuances, right. I, I don't I guess, disagree. I guess, I guess, I guess my, my, my discussion and description was a little bit convoluted, but basically I'm just, I was just trying to get I'm to not messing with you entrepreneurial. <laughs> and was Simi's a copywriter. He simplified it down. Like I'm, 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 I'm. I'm Simi's also creative, and y'all be crazy but, asking for nuance. Like I, that's just, I agree real with everything stuff. he said. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, but what? Okay, I'm sorry. Whatever. Like and look, and look, who do we always fight with in in in, in our? Situations as creative people, the producers and the account right. people. Because that's, like, like, that's not a real brief. Because like, that's not a real brief. That's just I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and I'm not gonna not be. So I feel like I'm not gonna let y'all talk down to me because <laughs> I'm a producer. So you, you will bro. not make me feel any type of way. <laughs> I, I am a strong producing woman, <laughs> and what I won't do is sit here and take this from you. But I do want to continue the conversation. Okay, let's let's let's, let's keep it moving. So, one of the things that we were ta- that we have kind of written down as far as conversation goes, some say that advertising professionals are more suited to entrepreneurship as they have the unique ability to work with several clients across different industries at the same time. What do you guys feel about that? They have the unique ability to work on several different clients across... Well, yeah. So, I mean, so you're not working on one I, project at a right. time. Basically, the, you have the ability to multitask. Simeon does not have the ability to multitask. Rodney, well, I mean, it's, it's, you it's, have several things going on with yourself. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I do in the, in the context of this. I don't know if that necessarily means that you're, aren't you? Are we doing semantics again? Well, he, she, 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 she said, she said uh, <laughs> that they're, they're more suited for entrepreneurship. Than, Probably. Um, which, you know, I, mean, I, I mean, can agree. It, and it all, but it all depends to, on to, how your brain works, too. Like and this, that's that's the, right. This, We're talking these nuances again. But that's but that's, that's the point about being entrepreneurial. Right. Which part? I mean, it's all about how your brain works. Because mm-hmm. I like, look, I, I would consider myself entrepreneurial. You don't? I, I say I would consider myself entrepreneurial. As you should. Now, my wife, however, would tell you that the way I approach entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, the way I approach things sometimes is not. The way that an entrepreneur. Yeah, your process is off. She yeah. Said, she said, she said I, 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 I could see that. I approach it. I approach mm. things from a creative standpoint. But she's, oh. she's also a count. She's, she's also, also a count. Account. She's, oh. she's a business minded person. So, oh. There's, there's, there's a natural pushback here. Natural, or y'all just so, crazy? 
Whatever. No, it's, it's just that thing. We, we see things and we see things. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But what would the world be without us? Not crazy. Like, I don't know. Would you have that MacBook in front of you? What the? F- what? What? And? Everything is Satan Ariel. <laughs> I mean, would you? Would you? Like, there, there's, 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 it like, sure is. Like in Ariel. Like, there's just so many. There's just so many things in front of you right now that if someone wasn't pushing back and asking for a specific brief and and getting to that that point where they just get so frustrated with the, with with the shit that they just do it their own way that you wouldn't have it. I don't know what you just said. Ain't good. What? <laughs> Rodney understood. <laughs> Rodney understood. Oh, Lord. Going back to my analogy earlier. Going back to my analogy earlier about about the uh, the wide net versus the sure. uh, you know the specialty. The mm-hmm. nuance. Yeah. Give me the nuance. I mean, that's ultimately what, what, what we're saying about that. But not not that being tangent, ten, being like going off on a tangent from uh, being an entrepreneur, being creatively inclined for entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, in 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 a, in a lot of ways, I would definitely agree with that. But like I say, I, I don't I don't I don't want to I don't want to lump all creative people in advertising together in that boat because the same quality that makes me entrepreneur in advertising mm-hmm. that doesn't make this person entrepreneur advertising they won't start their own business they'll have a job mm. they need the job sure <laughs> you know i feel like i feel like you don't believe us i do believe you. i do believe you there's a whole other set of questions that i'm trying to like okay we well get to it get so, to it so i don't get to it y'all been talking a whole day on time what you mean get to it don't rush me because you ready creative because you ready for the brief so, so, so you want to kick off now let, let me ask you a question buddy so like we're we're talking about entrepreneur and we're talking about different mindsets like what what is a uh like a, a check like a self checklist that someone who is considering doing this should like ask themselves before they're like you know what I'm actually gonna put money and time into this quote unquote passion that I have and be an entrepreneur well I mean the the, the first question is how you gonna make money hmm that's the first question. So like, cause like, like passion, passion that doesn't equate to commerce is a hobby. Mm. I mean, let's, let's, I want to talk let's, about being broke. Let's let's, let's 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 be let's be real about it. Like, it, it, it's a hobby. You doing it? Like, I mean, nobody, no nobody that you tell, oh, I do this. I'm passionate about this. If you're not converting that to commerce, oh. That's a, that's a great hobby. I, I love that passion you have for that project that you're working on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's 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 it's, it's not a business. Is that is that uh, answer influenced by the wife or is that that answer actually that answer? Is, I just want to say hold up, hold up, that I'm, you're being really biased no, no, towards it, account management, client management. No, no, people. I think it's no, le- it's, it's, no, it's, it's a not, legit question. It, it's a legit. No, I heard the nuance. That's what it was. I heard the, the nuance <laughs> in that. So I the, just wanted to call answer, it out. I answer, catch your shade. The answer to that question is the wife. Has said that is that. Does she like when me. you call her the wife from a woman's perspective? Well, Does she I, have a? I don't, I don't want to blast my out wife. I don't, don't want to blast out. The and woman say, of my house. Well, I'm talking the queen about. Of my life. I'm talking about this right now. <laughs> I, I use all kinds. Of, I use all kinds of, 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 of adjectives. <laughs> my wife, the wife, 
I mean, because like the wife is kind of like the general of the house, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on and salute. <laughs> all right. But all I'm saying is, my wife, she's 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 posed that, that that exact same statement to me about the current business that I'm in. She's challenged me on the way I'm approaching what I'm doing. Sure. If you ain't if you ain't looking at it from this standpoint, you ain't really looking at the business. This is a project, and I get offended. Like this is not a project. I'm I'm doing it this way. But then she she nudges me and she forces me to get out of my own way in, in a yeah. sense, get out of my own creative way and start opening up the vantage points to start looking at this from an entrepreneurial standpoint. Okay. And I, I'm reluctant and I always end up agreeing with it at some point, but up top, I'm going to fight because I'm a creative person. Sure. That's what we do. Yep. We, pro- sure we, we protect our ideas no matter how bad they are. Yep. We are protected sure, sure. ideas no matter how bad they are. We know. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, sorry. So, sorry. I'm not sorry. Ain't sorry. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, question. How do you know if entrepreneur how do you know if entrepreneurship is just a side hustle or if it's just a hobby? Yeah. It, 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 it kind of just becomes some, sometimes sometimes you don't know sometimes you, you, you got to believe in it enough to, to just do it and if it don't do it let's hope you didn't burn the bridge okay let's hope you didn't burn the bridge because I mean it, it, it happened for me um, I back in 2010 right after I started my the publishing company we had a lot of like you know events that we were doing that required my time away from work mm. and I was like you know what I'm just, I'm just gonna bounce. I'm just New Year's. I'm just gonna bounce because, like, I need to be doing this. I believe in it. Yep. So I'm gonna do it. I yep. bounced, and a, a good year went by where I was just doing my thing. Year two came along. And I'm like, you know what? My thing ain't necessarily working as fast as I wanted to work. Okay. So let me, let me, let me, let me put my toe back in the water, but don't douse my whole body in. So I just, I started freelancing. Mm-hmm. So I was able to temper, you know, uh, or kind of hedge the success of, of my business with, you know, supplementary income by freelancing every now and then. And what that's helpful, yeah. It, that's it, smart. It, it, it's, it's definitely helpful. It's um because you're not gonna always make money every month. You know what? I feel like that's a really important piece. Like I, another one of the questions that we have which touches on that is like when do you know it's a good time to like just say F it and I'm just gonna start my own like I'm gonna go ahead and and full-time pursue my side hustle or or my business instead of working full-time for the agency in in our case in advertising or for whatever organization or corporation you work with work for in other industries Um, And I think a lot of people believe that you have to be set up, that like as soon as you step out on the ledge, like it has to succeed. And I think that's a great point to hear. Like it's, and that's not like, I think that's a great thing to hear you say, like, you know, I fell twice already and I'm gonna go back. But like, you don't have to, (laughs) the the plan is not to win um, automatically is to win in the end, I'm assuming. Like, at well, the well, end well, of the well, day, the, I'm going to win. There's the, 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 two things, two, two points to this um, that I'm going to kind of make is that uh, the first point is um, 
you can't there is no you you know to jump when there is no there is no there, there is no point mm-hmm. that point doesn't exist it's either you do it either, either you believe in it and you want to do it or you don't mm-hmm. and another another component to that is the moment you stop looking at your quote-unquote side hustle as a side hustle and you start seeing it as a viable business you ain't jumping because as long as you see it as a side hustle that's some shit you do at night hmm. that's some shit you do when you get off from work and, and you know in advertising sometimes you ain't leaving till midnight so what you what you gonna do with your hustle then so <sighs> that the key the, the one key component is changing how you look at what your quote unquote side hustle is if you see it as a viable business then you jump when, t- when you feel like it's time to jump, you jump. Yeah. Opportunity presents itself, you jump. You know what? I I still I still know how to tap keys on my laptop. I can go back to work as, mm-hmm. anytime I want to. I still know how to do that. So, and, and to that point, do you feel like uh, advertising prepared you for being an entrepreneur? Like the skill sets that you gained while you actually working at an agency, those are the the same skills that you utilize. Like on a regular basis when you're managing your business. Well, a- a- absolutely because um the the built the built the built-in benefit to to being in advertising as a creative person and jumping into entrepreneurship is that even if you're not good at your job, you got a basic handle on what marketing is. Mm. If you don't know how to do it, you know how to find people, you know how to, you know what to look for in people that's going to give you. You know good work when you see it. Right. And you know yours ain't good. You know to find somebody that's that's better than you. So that's that's the built-in benefit to advertise. But just let, let, let's work from the standpoint of you're halfway decent. Let's start. Let's let's start from there. You're okay. I'm alright. I ain't look. I haven't seen an award-winning Facebook campaign yet. Like just strictly like, Facebook, like a, like a straight up like Facebook carousel ad campaign. That's that's that that, that that's winning some that's winning some joints. So as far as I'm concerned, if 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 Lil Bob's furniture can 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 run a marketing campaign on Facebook and on Instagram and on all these other social media sites and actually meet some success, you being someone that is has knowledge about the advertising business, why can't you do it? So, you, so it's almost like you're saying, like, if you're really good at advertising, then you should be able to be really good at running your own business. Should be. I struggle sometimes myself, <laughs> and that's, I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> I mean, but that, that I mean, like, that's a, that's a legit pressure point. Um, but I mean, it's it's, it's 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 just one it's just one of those things where um where we're and, and, and I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying we're gonna meet success. Mm-hmm. I'm saying we have a lot more of the tools in place. To create it for ourselves. Now, if you now if you if you can't create the success for yourself with the tools of with the tools of experience and advertising, then you check you check your, you check your tools or you check the business that you're starting. Hmm. I mean, even even without even without a lot of a lot of marketing, you should be able to meet some kind of success, some kind, just to let you know that you're in the right business, you started the right business, or something. Or even gauging your success accordingly, like success well, don't mean the same thing well, and that's, and, and, and for that's, everybody that's, at and all that's, times. That's like, another, that's you another, have to define that for yourself, you and know. That's that's another component of it. It's like 
self-defining success. Meaning, if like I might consider, I consider this particular clothing line a success over the last one because I feel like in the in the two months that I've 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 run this one, I sold more units. You know, on site, on events, and on on online. True. That I sold in years of the other one. Damn. In just a few months. Yeah. So if I'm gauging up against my previous attempt. Yeah. Yeah. I see this one as a success. I'm no, I'm nowhere near where I wanted to be. What did you, What did you do differently? The idea is different. Mm. That's right. The idea is different. Like that. What I was saying earlier about the track. I found I found I feel like I found the track, and the track pushes me when I need that 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 boost, and I'm coasting when I don't. Do Do you feel like you're? <laughs> sorry, guys, looking at me. Do you feel like you're more passionate about this one, or this one is more authentic to who you really are, or is is there like a nuance that? Made this one a little bit more successful. Or made you put a little bit more effort into this one. It's 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 it's, it's not it's, it's not a it's not a better or worse or it's not a um a, a it's gauging them up against each other. I don't think that's fair because mm-hmm. neither one is more authentic than the other. They both they they both they're they're, they're two perspectives of the world and. One perspective just has more listeners. Right. That's all it is to it. Like then they're not wrong. They're they're both me. Okay. They're not in conflict with each other. They're just one one people more people listen to it. Cool. So And on that note, that was Simi, a, you that, got any more questions? <laughs> I don't. That was a full ass conversation. Cause I don't <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't want to cut you off or anything, but I know how you feel about long episodes. So, uh, yeah, no, how, how I think um, this one's a really good one. We have a lot of content. I'll say that. I mean, don't get me wrong. No, you know I'm, what it is. I'm this is a really B-roll. good conversation. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is actually a really good conversation. Clearly, you sparked, you've piqued Simeon's interest because never does he have this many questions afterwards. But I think it's really good. Why don't you do us a favor before I close out? How can people reach out to you? How can people find you? Social media, email, website, what's, what does that look like? Well, um, okay, there's there's rodney-white.com. It's my website for my art. And then there's blackonblackbk.com, which is the uh, the website for the clothing line. Um, the the social media profiles for Rodney White is rwhite3030 on Instagram, rodneywhite39 on Twitter. And blackonblackbk.com, Instagram, Twitter. All around. All around. Perfect. So we'll be also be sure to post that on all the social media handles. Excuse me. Woo, had to burp. All that beer. Um, and definitely want to say thank you for being here with us. Thanks for covering for covering for Karina while she is um, on bed rest. Can't wait to get her back, but it was definitely a pleasure to have you. Well, thank you, thank thank you for thank the you conversation. Me. Thank you for the pushback. Um, Simeon, thank you for all the live snap, Instagram, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Facebook recordings. Um, and thanks for everybody for listening. Um, as you know, you can catch us on all the social medias. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
Mafia New York at Mafia New York at Mafia New York. Um, and yeah. you can also email us at askmixedcompany at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, y'all stay, just stay dope. <laughs> just continue to stay dope. Um, and we'll be back with our next episode. Cool. Bye. And we're out. Take it easy. <laughs>